ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Meat Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble, or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on, we thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by, leave us a comment, leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today, what the hell? We're going to talk about Passport Boys and uh, Wagner Group Chief slamming Putin. But first, we got Mindy, Johnny's little lovely wife. I guess she's going to talk about something. You guess? <laughs> You were at the wedding. You filmed it. <laughs> I, I'm still, I, okay, okay. I mean, you know, even you, though you, I got the microphone that she had, so she was singing when she came up. You, you know, played, even, you even played, no, dude, you even played the throne room theme on our way out. You know, no, I understand. Had a lightsaber. Yeah, but video I, can be doctored. Like, it, it could all just be one big deep fake. You know, I, I I say this with the the cherished heart. I still don't believe that she would she would actually marry such a slub like you. No, I'm I'm definitely hitting above my batting average, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Way above your battery average. Well, not battery average. Battery average. I say battery. Fucking said battery. Right. <laughs> We're starting out strong this week. Yes. Oh, yes. the magic that is David Dickerman, everybody. Sometimes <laughs> it's good, and sometimes it's a shit. All right, so... I, I mean, I, I can, yeah. Uh, well, because I've still got... Can they hear me when I'm talking to Yeah, y'all can hear her when I'm... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my <laughs> wife, a lovely blessing that she is, she is going to go over uh, a business opportunity for our listeners. Uh, so without further ado, boys and girls, angry, faithful of all ages, my lovely wife, go for Hello. it. On TikTok, I have almost 11,000 followers on my regular page. And um, so I started this new journey about a year ago, becoming a notary and then becoming a loan signing agent and started another mobile movement, like started another page. And so I have been trying to figure out how to market my business and stumbled across this opportunity that is absolutely amazing. Like I cannot 
it's freaking awesome. So <clears throat> started on this program. It's a digital marketing program that teaches you how to actually set up your business, whatever it is, and make it automated so that it works for you. And the hardest part is just the beginning, getting everything set up. It teaches you how to use system.io, system how to set up funnels so that it's all automated. And um, it's just actually, it's so amazing. And the best part of it is, is that it has not only taught me tools that I can um, implement for my, my notary business, but it also comes with the resale rights to this course. So I can take this course and I can sell it and I can, and when the person purchases it, just like I did, they can rebrand it and make it their own and they have 100% resale rights to it again. So the way I'm marketing it with my notaries that follow me is that we have slow months. Like this last month in May was a slow month for me as far as a notary and signings and general notary work goes. But I can take this course and I can work on this course and I can also sell this course so that I have some kind of income coming in when my signings are slow or when my general notary work is slow. You can use this. My sister is using the same program. She makes digital products for teachers and she sells them on a website called Teachers Pay Teachers. And she's using this to build her funnel to promote her products on Teachers Pay Teachers. It's just incredible. The fact that my 20 year old came in today and looked at my computer screen. He was like, is that your website? I said, it's even better than a website. It's a funnel. And I had him on his phone go to our page. And then he put in his info and he clicked the button and it sent him to the next page. And he was like, that's really cool, mom. And for me, who's not a tech savvy person, that was like the best compliment. That was like the compliment of the year. That was amazing. So anyways, if anybody is interested um, I've even told Johnny y'all can use this for your angry me, you know, marketing. Um, I'll have him, I don't know how you want the website to go to. Mm -hmm. It's uh, www.rethinkpotential.net. That's it. Just send me the link and I'll put it in the uh, description for the uh, episode. It's awesome though. It is really awesome. Like I said, I did, I'm not tech savvy and I built a funnel that it, it, I'm just like, I'm giddy like a little kid. So she has been, <clears throat> she has been consumed with this for the last few days. Um, <laughs> she has been in this office six, seven hours a day working on it just to get it launched. And then Last night, she was looking at it before we went to bed, and she's like, oh, I need to fix something. She was in here for another 30, 45 minutes before she came to bed. So it it, it has, I mean, she she's excited about it. I'm excited about it. Um, you know, it's uh, definitely worth something, you know, checking into. But, yeah. And I forgot to mention the important part. When you purchase the course, um, you also get, and you have it for life, you have lifetime access to this community that is just amazing. We did a Zoom the other night, asked any of the questions that we wanted to ask, and everybody was like, oh, try this, try that, or yeah, you did good here, and it's just really cool. It's like take you, take you by the hand, step by step, walk you through it, and like I said, the hardest part is getting everything set up so we can launch it. 
so that we can go on vacation or, or we can go do things and I can look at my phone and go, oh, we just made money, you know, and you can use it for anything. I mean, like I said, my sister's using it for her teaching. I'm using or her teaching supplies. I'm using it for my notary business. And it's just, it's really, really, I, I don't know. This is the coolest thing that I've ever done. I think ever. <laughs> so anyways. But that's it. Okay. How much, how much does it cost? It is um, four ninety seven. But on our page, um, Johnny and I are doing it together. Um, you can either pay the four ninety seven up front, or you can do four payments of a hundred monthly payments of one hundred thirty five dollars. And even with just the first payment, you have complete access to the whole course and the community. Okay to wait until you pay all the way through to get access you get it right away and you have the rights right away with that first payment to turn around and sell it resell it okay so yeah so i mean for somebody like you chris or even david i mean it at once you get the initial workload put in and you get the first couple sales in under your belt or get your first couple commissions in um, you can basically set it on automatic and it really becomes passive at that point. And then it's just up to you putting your face out there, putting your imprint out there. So like for me, I'll make TikTok videos or we'll post on, um, we have an Instagram page and a Facebook page that's called successful skeletons and, you know, just continue to post. And when people ask questions and we answer the questions and, just kind of help them along. And I got a little discouraged today because we've only had like, we've had quite a few views on our new page. Only has like five views on the video I posted today, but I saw somebody um, I came across said that somebody has to see something in front of them on an average four to six times before they will take action. So just keep plugging away at it. So I'm not going to let it defeat me. I'm determined. We're determined that this is going to be great because I have seen it change a lot of people's lives that I know. I mean, one sale, you sell the course one time, you make back your investment like that. And then hmm. everything else is complete profit. I mean, there's a potential over the course of a 12 month period to clear seven figures. Yeah. So, and like I said, it's really cool. It's you can resell the course. You can rebrand it and resell it, but you also use the whole point of the courses for it to teach you these tools for you to implement in your business and to put your business on automation. So anyways, that's my spiel. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Mindy. You're welcome. You don't forget the other. You go <laughs> log out. <laughs> no, there we go. There we go. Good job, man. No, don't. check that out. Oh, don't feel stupid. Let me tell Mindy to uh, just uh, message me the uh, website so I can put it through. Just message him the link so you can put it in the description. Yeah. Okay. So, so passport boys. Boy, uh, passport bros. Uh, uh, this is coming from uh, uh, Yahoo Live. 
the title of it is uh, TikTokers divided over passport bros who say dating overseas is easier than the U.S. Won't uh, wouldn't you be better off getting a mail order bride? Uh, passport bros are uh, digital nomads who are seeking to date foreign women overseas. Uh, See, that's kind of a disingenuous comparison, though. These are not mail order brides. There's no, it's kind of the catalog. It's like, oh, we're gonna come, you know, I'm gonna travel over and then I'll marry you. No, you're actually going overseas and you are actually meeting these women. Yeah, overseas. a lot of them are actually getting jobs in the countries that uh they're the women they're trying to date, they're going they're, over there, they're spending significant amounts of time in that country, yeah, dating women like there's an app that you'd actually go and you're you're on the dating apps and actually going through the whole dating process that you would do here you're just doing it over there yeah and a lot of, more a lot of the women the, the women that are actually doing these passport bros things they're actually they're uh, i mean i sent several of them to chris and uh i don't i don't think i sent them to you only because well when you're married so you don't really have to worry about that <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I literally, every time I see them, it, it's a, a woman's like, cause some, some women are bashing it. Like, I mean, all, all people like bash everything nowadays. If you're not, if you're not in the trend of uh, trolling something, you're, you're, you're not popular. Feminists. It's yeah. the feminists are the ones that are bashing this. Cause they're like, yeah. oh, you're so, you're such a loser and can't get a woman here. So you have to go overseas and get it. It's like, no. Not that we just don't want women like you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. There's there's a whole difference there. It's like what's that? Is that one lady? Um, you see her making the rounds on TikTok all the all the time now. Um, I'll be very nice and say that she is uh, plus plus sized. Can I say? Can I say it? I know exactly who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. And she is known on TikTok as Gorlax the Destroyer. <laughs> that big girl down there from the Dollar General. Mm. No, no, no. Let, let me see if I can do this. You sell biscuits in there. Are boys in the club? They don't love me. They don't they, they don't understand that I'm beautiful. She's a ten. She's what, a what, fucking a ten. A fucking ten. She's a fat ten. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Well, okay. If so to be very kind, I'll, I'll just say this. I mean, and this understand. We, we all know the soldiers. Like all, we, everybody knows the type of soldiers that would date her. Um, <clears throat> Marines right out of high school. Most of them drive tanks. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you, where is it? Nineteen deltas. We're not. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't throw the Cav Scouts at her because you know they they're 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 too busy dating each other. But she is kind of manly, though. Dude, it is man. <laughs> she's a trans. She's admitted. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're not trying to say she's big. Listen, but and, and this uh, again. Well, you can tell I, she, can, she can take an IED or two to the face. <laughs> well, she won't I, tell me that. I'm a fan. Uh, she's so fat that her eyes can't even open up that fully. No, like I said, fluffy women don't bother me. I'm fluffy myself. I, 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 it's you know, 
you, you like some curves. This this I am in the alleged woman. This alleged woman is just an amorphous blob in little Debbie snack cakes. <laughs> just an amorphous blob of flesh. I thought it was an animatronic. Nice time. I mean, it, it's it's great for that kind of confidence. However. Yeah, I mean, but there's a difference between having confidence and being in denial or delusional. Yeah, the whole, you know, I don't need to change nothing about myself. I, mean, it, it, I think your cholesterol would. John Burke said it best back in the day. He, you know, this this body positivity mo- movement is just enabling very bad health decisions. Yes. So you know, it's it's you know, it's one thing to you know, put yourself out there and, you know, claim to be the latest and greatest in what's in. Right. Yeah. Or saying that you're way inside her belly. It's like <laughs> saying that you're super hot, but nobody's, nobody uses that uh, derivative as a, as a positive, like, yeah. oh, I'm hot. Like Lizzo. No, you're, no, you're not. It's that. She's hot, but it's like uh, the hot, as in hot and sweaty. Because down you go. She's sweaty because she's dude, she, all around it. Every time I, I see, she look like Janet Jackson, yeah. she look like Freddie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, hell no! <laughs> Ain't you hungry? I'm not hungry. <laughs> we got kicked off youtube for some reason oh this is it this is the one that gets us canceled boys this, yeah. this is the one this is the one we, we change we up the run. change up the, the platform we had a good run <laughs> <laughs> you, did you see the uh oh this is another thing you know that uh it was like what is a woman Oh yeah, with uh, Matt Walsh. Yeah, Matt Walsh. Yeah, they're putting it. They're they're letting people watch it for free on TikTok right now, and a lot of stuff. They had like sixteen, uh, like segments of reason why TikTok's not allowing it on the platform. I don't think TikTok is yeah, allowing it on Twitter, and they had to change. They had to. They had to retract that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but I, I saw that, today and I was like. Yeah, the left really does not want this one being watched. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. I've actually talked. I actually talked to a guy, uh, Kenny, the guy that's supporting us. Mm. Uh, And I told Chris about this. He's the one that bought your sound card. I just got to pay him back. He's like, fucking, I just bought it. Just give me the money whenever you can. Oh. So. He's the old guy. Yeah, and he he he's I trying mean, to. Support it was my you know. No, 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 no. Not that Kenny. For, okay. Yeah, this is Kenny for working. My brother-in-law is a, a CB, so he was in the Navy, but he was in the man division. The men's department. Yeah, yeah. As long as he doesn't go around and say he's basically a Navy SEAL. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Chris and I have had to endure. You're, you're, you're more badass than them. I'm basically <clears throat> infantry. 
Right, exactly. You know, combat engineers so like we're basically infantry. No, no you're basically not. Yeah, basically, basically a civilian. But, <laughs> but he 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 sports this on TikTok, uh, Twitter, and everything. But uh, what I was talking to him with is, you see how a lot of the stuff nowadays is getting like like Bud Light. Uh, Ford. Uh, what are the other ones? Uh, uh, Miller Lite and Target. Right now, they they're trying to go woke, and they're just getting bombarded. Well, you heard about Target, right? Where you know they put up these big displays out front. That was that was bikinis, right? But they had an emergency phone call. Corporate told all of the store managers, "You don't have a choice. You're getting on this phone call." And Somebody leaked it and it was like, okay, so it was a 15 minute phone call. And they basically told them, take the displays down in their entirety, shrink them. Um, yeah, she was talking about food dope. So there, there's that. All right. Um, so, you know, shrink the size of the displays and put them in the very back corner of the store. Because they had them right up front. That was the first thing you saw. And they specifically said, corporate said, we are trying to avoid the a Bud Light incident. Yes. What's really sad is the person that put up the 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 person that's setting up uh, all the, di- the 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 merchandise. It's like they're like, oh, he's a he's a trans liberal or trans satanic, trans trans satanic. He's trans. He's a trans Satanist. Yes. He is a Satanist who is trans. Yes. Which, and again, it's not, it has nothing to do with, with the trans as much as I don't agree with, with, you know, a lot of that stuff, whatever. If you're an adult, you want to do that, whatever that's between you and whoever you choose to believe in. Right. However, when you have infant bathing suits that were set up for, that had tuck pockets, yeah, because that was reason, going too far with it. There's a reason why you target children. It's because nobody else wants to listen to it, and nobody and, and children don't really have a choice. Well, they're recruiting. It's a hundred percent what it is. They're well, it's not so much recruiting. recruiting as it is grooming. Yeah. Well, it's from what from what I gathered in true angry me fashion. We have gotten so far off into the weeds. It's not even funny right now. Actually, we're talking about this uh, thing that we're. Oh, main, okay. main no, this was this was on the schedule. Huh? Yeah. Okay. But what what's really strange about it is there's there's literally talks that they're they're having like uh uh LGBT alphabet group uh civil war type deal. Cause like the gays against groomers, he literally did a, a, a speech and was like, I don't I don't want this flag anymore. And he ripped up the uh pride flag and he's like, I'm an American. The American flag's good enough for me. Yeah. He's like, that's deserved. He goes, showing deserved. Yeah. He was saying this. Like we're calling it for it to be the 1950s again, where we're telling everybody to go back into the closet. We're not outlawing them. We're not, you know, we're not sending the FBI to their door. No. You no, know, and we're not sending them off to straight camps or anything like that. It, you know, his point was saying, I'm, I'm, this flag does not define who I am. I'm yeah. gay, but I'm American first. So this right. is my identity. Gay is just, part of of who i am is it does not dominate everything the lifestyle that you live exactly 
so it, it's it's like so we were to sit here and and, and and identify as heterosexuals okay heterosexual is not what or who i am i'm an american i am yeah, there's there's way more yeah aspects I mean, of my I, personality who i choose to sleep with i am a patriot I mean, I could say veteran, but you got those bro vets out there that that is their personality. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Johnny. <clears throat> I don't either, David. That's why I said bro vets. <laughs> not cis vets. You said bro vets. Yeah. Yeah, not cis vets. Very good. Oh, look at you. Um, <laughs> but, you know. God, I, I hope that I did not just coin a phrase, I hope. Cisbet, better die you know right here with this podcast. Bring it! Oh God, you heard it here first, people. Okay, you heard it here first. We are now identifying as cisbets because we refuse to identify as brovets. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh. Wow! And and then you know what we're going to start hearing. We're going to start hearing the whole appropriation of culture talk. Yes. Oh, God, they're going to come after us so hard. We're going to be watching on in the evening news. Like, you did this, Chris. You did this. What the fuck was your problem? I mean, seriously. Oh, man. What the we, fuck? We just stumbled upon a new phrase. <laughs> I, like, I like causing chaos. I love it. <laughs> Chaos. My, my Chaos yeah. okay, so you've got vets and you've got those bro vets that like being a veteran is their personality, right? Yeah, we don't know anybody like, that is the term cis vet. <laughs> so we are now cis vets because we don't identify as bro vets. <laughs> You're just that's like me saying that I'm a sister. <laughs> I'm the OG. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I am. I am the OG. Okay. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <sighs> Okay. Oh, there's also, there's also oh, oh yeah, I'm Dana, sorry. Where you where you you were saying something before Johnny interrupted you. <laughs> My bad, dude. I'm so sorry. Um, you blanked out. Uh, there is there is also a uh, drag queen that was actually saying it's like that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. 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 Chris. Right. Right. Yeah. There's there's uh, he's full on dressed up and he was he was protesting like they were he had him on camera and he was saying that that you know it's do your thing you know just keep the kids out of it it's literally been the mantra that everybody has been saying from the beginning everybody on the right side of 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 things of of this issue has been saying leave the kids out of it you do your own thing that's consenting adults whatever just don't bring the kids into it yeah and I, I, I sent that one thing where a guy was going, he was like, Hey, I'm going to go to the playgrounds and uh, talk about, uh, talk to kids about, you know, sexuality and stuff like that. I'm like, man, if you, if you do that around me at a playground, they, 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 they're going to have to find you. 
Didn't they used to have a registry for people that would do that? Uh, yeah. still do that was the days where we tried to normalize pedophilia. Mm. Yeah. It's some know. sort of a uh, registry or themselves. Yeah. You know, they used to have to go around and knock on people's door in accordance with Megan's law. They couldn't live too close to that park, though, so they had to walk for a while. Yeah. Well, they have to have like cards too sent to your house. Some of them did that. I still say they should they should be forced to put out yard signs. Yeah. No, yeah. Now on their front door. Yard signs? Yes. Yeah. With a certain degree of of uh well, you just because they have the website. Let, 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 let me finish try to articulate this thought here. Um That's yard signs, cool. yeah wholeheartedly agree with that or at the very least a sticker in the in the front door right and the reason why is because you're going to get those militant bigots among us that will take it upon themselves to potentially firebomb those houses and you know we we don't want things like collateral damage i mean if you're going to do something stupid do it surgically Mm You know, we're talking on the house. You have, you risk the whole neighborhood going up. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Surgical strike. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> did Chris, did you watch that TikTok that I sent out the other day where the guy finds the, uh, the, the laser designator on, Oh yes, God, that was so fucking hilarious. She drops your now bricked PGS seven Bravos, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that is amazing. It was, it was fantastic. Uh, your your gray market PBS sevens. <laughs> I wonder if you can actually get one of those. Come on. I mean, you can probably Those get a who are now doubles as a GBU eight laser guided smart bomb. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, because I mean, as soon as I was like, he goes, "You used your autism fueled eBay researching class to find the two hundred watt battery." Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, this is gonna go so horribly bad. <laughs> like you finally get up the courage to activate the laser. <laughs> and there it is, a flash over overload <laughs> light filter. Oh man. That was a good this, one. Here's this anime chick staring at you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I was over there dying. <laughs> looking at me, she I goes, mean, "Look, you either did something I'm really trying to explain this to her," and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. "You got to watch it. You can't explain it." Yeah, yeah. Well, one of those to things. Up with that, you have to either do something really, really right or horrendously wrong. I mean, the crater. If you watched the video, <laughs> was at 300 meters. I mean, it, the crater was at 300 meters, dude. That is the definition. Of danger close. <laughs> he walked away. He was fine. <clears throat> now the the other thing I want to talk about this week is uh, Wagner Group, the chief executive officer. Dude, that dude's playing with fire, man. I'm surprised he's still alive. Legitimately, I am surprised. Okay, think about this. Alive. He said this on CNN. 
Yeah. The, the 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 generals are fucking everything up in uh right. But but look at it this way, David. Who's Putin gonna send against him? Yeah. That, that was the only saving grace is <laughs> he's got nothing, literally nothing. If I, I farmers mean, are taking really the best on this review, the guy's probably got the spat in his on payroll. Oh, that's true too. Oh yeah. Well, so yeah, you, you know, I mean, because you think about it, it's like, all right, European patriotism will only get you so far because you still have to be able to pay your bills, right? And if if you have that degree of lethality at your disposal, let alone in your own arsenal, you know, it's it's kind of like one of those. At what point? do you sell your soul? And I'm, you know, I'm sure that you have at some point you've got your, 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 I don't know, whatever the Russian equivalent of a private is, you know, doing his duty for the motherland, but your NCOs and above. Oh yeah. They're definitely, definitely moonlighting. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would be afraid of them a little bit if it wasn't for the fact that 15 green berets kicked out, 500 of them. No, I, mean, I mean, that's documented. They literally, yeah, they, they have they, you can listen to the, the radio chatters like they're fucking us up. These are demons. That was, that was a thing of beauty. God. Uh, oh, I love, I love those videos that we're seeing coming out of Ukraine. Uh, like you've got the Russian uh, MiG pilots wearing GoPros. <laughs> yes. Right, and they're doing low-level passes, and they're having to eject at 300 feet. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 25 pilots. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sitting there going, "Ooh!" Like you see him, his you see his chair shoot out this way, and then you 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 can tell what the opening shock looks like, and then as he's he pans his head around, you can see his plane. <laughs> I was like. He gets oh. he gets one swing and then he's hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah or, I mean, or they are, or, they are at bare minimum ejection. Or, or yeah, Russia I mean, telling the dude is oscillating like crazy under that canopy. Yep. And when he hits, boy, I'm telling you, that's a herniated disc if I ever saw one. Mm-hmm. Oh, or uh, Russia saying there's like, oh, they they didn't hit our uh, anti missile uh, sites yet, and they're using literally. The Ukraine is literally using it as a uh, uh, what is they, it? yeah, no, they were they were bracketing off of the, the news coverage of them saying, See, they missed, so they would adjust fire based on that news, yeah. And then they, what I think it's hilarious is like a Patriot <laughs> missile system shot down Russia's new hypersonic missile, absolutely, surprise me, Jordan. And you hear now they're making the claim that uh, they had that Russia has this. A uh, new super stealth secret missile, and they hit a uh, a NATO bunker and killed like five generals, but they can't say where it was. <laughs> you know, here's the thing: you guys follow Habitual Line Crosser, right? He yeah. he's had some great videos on on stuff like that. Here's yeah. the thing: either Putin is no longer actually in control, and they've got a body double just doing FaceTime stuff. Or he is so far outside of his realm 
And I'm waiting for Walter Sochek to come in and be like, shut the fuck up, Donnie. You're out of your element. Right? He, If he were to actually hit a NATO target and it is a confirmed kill, dude, I really hope that they've got a fat boy division because they're calling all of us back to active duty. Yeah. Oh, that was was another thing I wanted to talk to you too, but uh, I got one last thing on this. Uh, The whole fact of there was one TikTok that I saw that I guess it was like some kind of historian or something like that. They were, they showed like a a map from like 1700 Mm. and like, yes, Ukraine is, part of our division and everything it says so on this map and that that and putin was right there's like oh okay okay i understand so i'm doing a good job i'm like for fucking 1700 you you they're asking the un to recognize ukraine now as part of russia Mm -hmm. because it used to belong to the soviet union yeah yeah even though they would go out of their way to make sure that there was a different there was a difference between russia and the soviet union soviet union is not russia Right, you uh, the, the Czech Republic and you Slo- or Slovakia, yeah, and uh, you know, all of the old Poland U- and, and Estonia, hey, get all of that crap back while you're at it, you know. Yeah. Like, Come on, man. And uh, did you hear about the army fat camp? Now that you mention it, they. Yeah. Army literally has a fat camp for their uh, uh, soldiers. They're going in the root book camp. They have to actually do an extra like two to three weeks. They're not doing that. Here's what I got to say about that. The the timing of instead of I don't know (coughs) coming up with a new fragrance of uh, perfume by you know. What's her fucking name? Damn. Who knows? Pepper Potts. I can't remember her damn name. Um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. There. Yeah. Is. Thank you. Yeah. See, that's just she means that little to me. But I just want to make a vagina. How, how about instead of instead of coming up with a new pussy scented cologne for our soldiers to wear because it's a nicer, kinder, gentler military? How about we bring back the days of the shark attack and keeping cell phones out of the hands of privates while they're going through fucking basic training. Let's bring back lethality to our armed forces. Well, here's, here's, here's the funny thing. When you've got guys that are graduating infantry school, showing up at their units, looking like they, A, pulled their uniforms out of a fucking earplug case, and B, talking to their sergeants and, and officers like they're back on the block, there's something inherently wrong with that. I mean, we want to talk about having gotten away from the toxic leadership culture. Great. We needed to do that because we ran into a culture where everybody was more concerned about their NCOERs and OERs than they were actually leading and training troops. You wondered why, why retention went down through the, you know, went through the floor. And then you had to lower your standards to get people to come in. So that way you had numbers to tout. How about we instill a little thing called discipline? esprit de corps you know because there is absolutely no sense in hampering or hamstringing a soldier regardless of their mos with a file that they have to carry from duty station to duty station 
that is that looks like the greater New York City phone book because it's so full of counseling statements. How about we bring back Woodline Counseling? Yep. Smoke the shit out of a private. Yep. So what if their hands Not hurt? What if they go into muscle failure? So what if they get a little bit embarrassed because they got chastised in front of their their peers? Mm-hmm. No, it's it's called accountability, both personal and unit element elemental accountability. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you don't like having a fucking soup sandwich amongst your ranks, square his ass away and teach him how to tighten his shot group. <clears throat> Yep. But the reason why they're actually doing it is because uh, they're getting their 75% and that's about it through boot camp. And then the the other 25% is mostly uh, uh, overweight. Which that is. That's on the recruiters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because even with the Marine Corps, I mean, yeah, you see Marine drill instructors now. They're like, nobody will threaten you. Nobody will put their hands on you. Blah, blah. Scream, yell, cuss, do whatever you got to, you know, short of putting your hands on somebody. But I mean, as far as like, I mean, you can grab somebody by the by by their collar mm-hmm. and get their attention. You're adjusting them, yeah. You're yeah. not, yeah. I mean, you're you're yeah, adjusting them in the mouth. You're but... fire from a known point. That's all you're doing. But exactly. As far as you know, it, it, the recruiters on at, with the Marine Corps. All of their applicants have to show up on a weekly basis for PT, pure, plain, and simple. I think the Army and the Navy both need to institute that. The Air Force, I mean, the Air Force is a corporation at this point. Yeah. Not, not, not trying to come down on you, David, or anything like that, but the Air Force is a corporation. That's That's what it is. I mean, the Air Force does its thing, and they turn out decent airmen for the most part. But as far as your primarily combat-oriented branches of service, and I'm talking ground forces, the recruiters need to step up and they need to, sh- I mean, in addition to making sure that all of the paperwork is squared away, recruiters need to spend less time worrying about how they're going to be able to afford the financing on a new set of rims for their SUV that they don't really fucking need because they've got access to a G-Jet. Or worrying about how how they how they can stick their cock in in, in their applic you know in their their applicant's girlfriend after they ship off for basic training. How about making sure that you're not sending off complete bags of dicks to basic training? Exactly. I mean, if 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 you've got people showing up to new and PT, and they're being weighed and they're being taped before they ship. Odds are you could probably save, I don't know. I, I don't know what the annual budget for this quote unquote fat camp is, but I'm sure it's way too inflated. Way more than it needs to be. I mean, when we were going through, when I went through basic training and you failed a, a, a weight, you were at reception for an extra two weeks. You had two weeks yep. to take the weight off. Yep. And you were PT in your every day dog shit out of you you know and you didn't you didn't get to finish your in processing to ship down range until you made your weight yep so i think that's what they're actually doing they're just actually publicizing that 
Well, it's, okay, so at this point, and I hate the term optics, but I mean, you have to think about what this looks like and sounds like. Like, oh, we've got a fat camp. Well, why are you shipping disgusting fat bodies to, re to replacement reception to begin with? Right. You know, the recruiters should have their asses handed to them because they're not doing PT with their applicants. Yeah. They're, they're not. And remember this is a volunteer force though we're yeah. not drafting people and they're showing up uh, against their will looking like fucking porky pig these are guys that are volunteering to show up and show up looking like that yeah i mean it, 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 you you volunteered to be there there you have absolutely zero entitlement to anything right you know we need to get back to the basics of breaking everybody down to their core ch chemical composition and rebuilding them in the image of their MOS, mm -hmm. plain and simple. You're not there to learn how to be a, a stealthy killer. You're there to learn how to be a soldier or a Marine or a sailor. Right. Yeah. I mean, what advanced yeah. individual training is for, uh, you got your AIT, you got your tech school or whatever it is for the uh, Marine Corps equivalent. But I mean, even there, they teach you the basics of what your MOS is and your particulars and your SOPs need to be refined at the unit level. But yep. it, it really just uh, our military now unequivocally let me let me state that our military will always have our 100% of our support as far as as far as the grunts you know the lower enlisted e4 mafia for life absolutely um, but you know this systemically our military is broken as a whole and it's from the top down um leadership worrying about the wrong things yes and they're going about fixing those issues the wrong way uh, you know a friend of the show zach medford said one time to me you know because at one point i was i was actually contemplating you know contemplating trying to re-enlist go back to active duty and he was like hell yeah he said you know the army needs a, a little bit of that old school you know and and, and, I, and my oldest son, he he would say the same thing. I mean, he had a shit bag for for a, for a, a section leader uh, when when he was in. Uh, guy was an E five, E six. He came over from the eighty second. Thought he was God's gift to the infantry. And it's like, dude, if you were God's gift to the infantry, what the fuck are you doing at the fourth ID, right? Okay. <laughs> um, and you know, this guy just made it untenable to even think about retention you know it's like my son wanted to go to the 101st he wanted to be a second generation no slack soldier and they just made it to where you know it was damn near impossible to re-up unless you i mean even even down to the retention ncos at the battalion level they're more worried about keeping people in the unit than they are people keeping people in the army you know, it's like, oh, you don't want to stay here? Well, then I can't offer you what you want. Well, if you are not going to offer me what I want, then I'm just not going to sign. Which our soldiers and Marines and sailors and airmen, they've got every right to do that. I mean, when I went down to, to MEPS, when I initially, uh, initially enlisted, I wanted airborne infantry. I wanted that on my contract. And I was told by my recruiter that I could get that. Not ask for it at basic training, you know, like, oh, no, airborne slots open up all the time. Yeah, they might, but you still have to fill out a 4187 to do so. And they don't tell you that. Yeah. So get it in your contract and then, I don't know, pass basic training in AIT so you don't become needs of the Army. 
But when I showed up at the MEP station, I had some E7 sitting there at the at the career counselor desk, told him what I wanted. And he, he had a couple of keys on his keyboard. And he's like, yeah, I don't have it, but I can put you in fire, uh, uh, fire control. And I was like, well, what is that? And he goes, well, you'd be playing with computers. And I was like, well, where is it at? And he goes, well, it'd be at Fort Sill. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go to Fort Sill. Yeah. And he's like, well, what did you want? I said, I told you, I want airborne infantry. He goes, well, I don't have it. And I got up and I said, well, I'm not signing anything today. And I mean, I enlisted at 16. So I'm walking past my recruiter and he's like, where the fuck are you going? I was like, he said he didn't have airborne infantry. He's like, come with me. So we went back over to that career counselor's desk. He put, he, he pulled that fat boy out from behind his desk because his chair was on rollers and pushed him aside, hit a couple of keys. And he goes, airborne infantry is a ship date of 25 July. Okay. With you. And I was like, yeah. So he hit the print button, it old dot matrix printers and e, 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 you know, it reeled out the contract and he goes, all right, sign here. Signed it. Of course, this E7 sitting there bitching him on. He's like, you can't do that. He goes, well, yeah, I can. And I just did. And he goes, well, I've got numbers to fill. And he goes, well, it ain't about you, Sarn. I got numbers to fill. He's like, I got a quota. I'm like, nobody cares. Yep. We all got quotas. It's all about putting the people in boots. Yeah. You know, and, you know, so, I mean, everybody is so today. It, I mean, everybody is is so looking out for number one, you know, it, it's, you know, especially with, you know, your combat MOSs, you got your, you know, your MPs, you got your combat engineers, you got your cab, you got your infantry. Um, you know, everybody's worried about what they look like on their NCO ERs and their OERs. And it, nobody is really taking the time to look at it from the big picture. It's like, okay, we've got enough combat vets with multiple tours under their belt still enlisted and still trying to, you know, perpetuate a, a positive culture as far as retention and, and training is concerned that, you know, it's at, you know, we're actually moving back towards the, the, the possibility of, of keeping uh, good high quality soldiers in uniform and the ones that choose to leave, you know, they're going out into the world with a good head on their shoulders. But towards the end of, um, you know, towards the end of Iraq uh, and even towards the end of, uh, of Afghanistan, you know, you started seeing officers and NCOs putting themselves into position to, get certain accolades. I mean, you saw it during the end of World War II. Uh, you saw it at the end of Korea. saw it toward the end of Vietnam. Uh, officers would rotate themselves out to the line to get that combat experience because it looked good for promotion. Yep. Or um, they, you know, had they had to change the, the standard for the CIB because during Desert Storm, you'd get people that would fly to Iraq or to Kuwait or to Saudi Arabia uh, from Washington step off the plane, hang out for 30 minutes, get back on the plane, fly home and have orders cut for a CIB because they were in a combat zone. Right. Well, you know, they changed it to where you got to be consistently or, or uh, what is it? Continuously engaged for 30 days. I think it is now. Yeah. Something like that. You know, so 
we need to get away from the I'm looking out for me, you know. The, I was never a guy. You're gonna actually never a guy that loved the fruit salad, right? You know, just the rack of ribbons. It's like, did you do your fucking job? You know, never gonna. You're always gonna have that one person that one, and it's not like officer. It's not. It's it's all around. You got that one person. I had I had a person that was the same uh, rank as me, and I did hundred times more stuff than he did and he kept on getting more praise and get booted up until like someone came it, it took one of the sergeants that actually wanted to make sure that all of his troops were doing good and he he like made a packet for me to get uh, a senior number below the zone and i ended up being sergeant my first time only because you know he looked after me and he saw what i was actually doing well, it's yeah. you're changing your mentality from you're making me look bad to what do I need to do to make you successful so you don't make me look bad? It's what you am know, I doing to the standard? Yeah. One of the greatest gifts that I was given during my time in the Army, a um, guy named Shane Bothwell. He was in my platoon one of the best soldiers. He wasn't even an American citizen. He was actually, he's actually a British national. Well, it was at the time, but serving in the U.S. Army, right? Yeah. I mean, he was from the Cayman Islands. But uh, he said, you should follow the three M's. Men, mission, myself, in that order. You take care of your men. They're going to take care of the mission. And once the mission is accomplished, then you can worry about yourself. And one of the best examples of that is in the infantry, you're always walking somewhere. Right. And they say the best thing that you can do is take care of your feet. And that makes sure that you got clean, dry socks. And if for whatever reason you got either a soldier that dropped his socks, because if, if you're doing your job as a, as a leader and you're making sure that guys are doing layouts before you, you know, you, you go through the wire, you know, that they're going to have stuff, right? So either they lose a pair of socks between that time and the time that they need them, or they just drop them because I don't want to carry the extra weight. If they're, if their feet are tore up, Hey, you will take, you will take that one on the nose and you will give that soldier your last pair of clean, dry socks to make sure that they are able to carry that machine gun without sucking hind into it. And you, you can figure it out, yep. you know, just baby powder and a fucking towel. <laughs> you know, yep. just dry your feet off, put powder in your boots and strap them back up and, you know, you're ready to go. But that was, that was probably single-handedly one of the best gifts that I ever got during my time in the army was the three M's. And, you know, it's, it's one of those uh, things. And, and it came up uh, this past spring during, uh, my uh, safety class that I'm going through uh, in school. And uh, they started talking about people taking charge in, you know, like an emergent situation. And I was like, well, people look naturally look for somebody to give them, to, to tell them what to do. It's not that, you know, that we're a, a race of lemmings or anything like that, but they, people generally tend to run around like chickens with their heads cut off. So 
you know, what did they teach us in the military? Crisis assessment, right? You take a deep breath, you slow everything down and you triage everything in order, right? And then you give people a direction. You give, you give them, you give them a set of parameters to operate within like, okay, you, you go call 911 and then you come right back or you go get some towels, but you come right back. You give them a, a, a task condition and standard from beginning to end. So that way they don't have any room to improv on their own. And then you can get through basically anything from a low intensity conflict to a high intensity conflict, because Chris, you know, just as well as I do that, that those types of situations can be very fluid and dynamic. So, you know, it, it's, I find that the more that we see these videos coming, even drill sergeants are getting in on the whole TikTok craze during basic training. And it's like, why? You should not be a TikTok personality while you are in uniform at all, period. Now, we've got the Sergeant Major TikTok, you know, that, you know, he, he he's out there talking about enhance to the core, you know, better together, you know, that kind of a thing. And I, that I get. I, I fully support that because he's out there. He's out there espousing positive, positive reinforcement to leadership. Right. And people aspiring to be leader uh, leadership. But you get these drill sergeants that are on an entry level with these individuals that are basically cosplaying right now as soldiers. Let's use what Chris said. Hmm? Cosplaying. That's a good way of, of putting it. Yeah. Or, or we could say what uh, Chris said earlier. Hmm. The, the soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. We are not making that a thing. We are making that a thing. <laughs> Damn it. Chris fucked up. Yeah, I mean, getting back to the whole army fat camp thing, it's like, okay, every dollar should matter as far as your budget goes. And we all know that bullets ain't cheap. Um, you know, you, you want to. You know, you want to offer all the latest and greatest and EO, you know, uh, PowerPoint presentations and making sure that, you know, everybody's look, here's the thing. Everybody wants to use pronouns. There is no such thing as individuality in the military, period. That's as much as I hate the slogan. That's where the the reasoning behind the army of one came from. Yeah, yeah. we are one. You know, I, you know, and I'm so glad that they went back to be all you can be. Yes, hey, yes. You know, I I would have just loved to have seen a remake of that of that that recruiting ad where you know you got the infantrymen that are sitting out there on the hill during a during a force march, and this private is just sitting there smoking and joking with his sergeant who's just chilling back drinking a cup of coffee and they're talking to each other by first names. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there going, yeah. you know, no, no. <laughs> I mean, hate the whole time. Oh yeah. I mean, can't keep I mean if it were us, oh. private sitting there going, Hey John, or Hey Chris, what the fuck you just call me. I know you ain't fucking talking to me. Really? I mean, better lock it the fuck up, private. (laughs) Like, 
that 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 knife hand comes out so strong that you hear a freaking bald eagle screaming as it comes down. Yeah, I mean, and as soon as it makes, contact, I mean, as soon as that warhead hit forehead, you hear white noise. Yeah. <laughs> like that TikTok, you just the blinding flash of light. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, I want to brick those those white market nods. <laughs> yes. All right, we got we got one last thing before we we head on out for this episode. Uh, BLM is going bankrupt. Surprise, surprise. Oh, so she houses that she bought with people's money. Oh, it might be that, or it might be the brother that she has as a security consultant for eight hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars. Yeah, you, you know, there you've got to be a special kind of something. I mean, if you're going bankrupt off of, uh, close to a billion dollars, yeah, but you have to be a special kind of something. I don't know if it's evil or stupid, but you, you basically inflame an entire demographic to the point where they're willing to contribute money to get what they think is the message out. And all you're doing is buying houses, employing family members for six figures a year, I mean, and you know nobody's going to want to prosecute this, but that is that has got to be the biggest case of fraud and racketeering. Oh yeah, really textbook. My entire life, it's textbook racketeering. Exactly. It's, oh, they are. They're building cases against them now, though. Okay. Whether I mean, hopefully, somebody in the day or DOJ. I was gonna say if they it, it's it's up to the, the testicular fortitude to see this through. Yeah, like I said, they need to find the right jurisdiction in order to file it. True, that's that's what it's going to come down to. Right, this is no, it ain't going to be in New York or L.A. But I mean, what? they would they would I mean, wouldn't they have to be like a like a cis prosecutor? <laughs> God damn it! Got it. <laughs> you're just gonna keep that up this is gonna be awesome we just we, we need it we're, we're taking it back <sighs> we're taking away the power of the word is, is yeah, I mean, if you can make this catch on like wildfire dude i mean it's gonna get to the point where you know the alphabet group's gonna be like it's not even fun anymore. You're using it wrong. <laughs> take my ball and go home. <laughs> Your cis ball. <laughs> well, before you take your cis ball home, you're going to have to unbuck it first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's going to be the one thing that gets us canceled. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> worth it. Absolutely worth it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. And I am Chris Jacko. Thanks, everybody. Check y'all later. Later.